Welcome back to episode 25, Boston. Where the hell have you been? Where the hell have, Where you, have you guys been? I, We've been here the whole time. Here. I didn't know I was the fuel that kept this uh, show running. Even though we took some time off, we are back and better than ever. Uh, we are still sponsored by 10100, shockingly, and they are the only online raffle website giving fans and experienced seekers the chance to win tickets to the live sporting events, concerts, music festivals, and more. Uh, not anymore Pats games, but you know. You want to go to the Celtics? Celtics are good this year. Like, I, I want some respect to happen on this team. Uh, whether it be from your desktop or mobile device, winning tickets to your favorite event has never been so easy and fun. Choose your desired event, purchase a raffle ticket into the draw, and you could be lucky winner. If, I'm going to say this right me, off the bat real quick. Uh, I'm frozen, so I'm going to be staring just right at my square the whole time, <laughs> just in this frozen face, and it's going to bother me the entire show. You're I'm just letting frozen. you know right now. You're not frozen yeah, on no, my I know, I'm frozen Yeah, you're not frozen over this. Yeah, it's funny. I will say this. If you know the Spike King, I have been all about the Celtics since last summer. I'm actually more of a Celtics fan than the Patriots if you've been following me this last year. Who started the Taco Fall thing? I mean, Spike King was there since day one. Who was the reason why Kyrie Irving's out of Boston and Scary Terry's out of Boston? This guy right here, Spike King. <laughs> Danny Ainge. Spike King, Spike King has been a Celtics guy this entire run. The past was just a filler in between. Just Because you know what? what the Celtics a, what a <laughs> Celtics are great. I can't wait to get back to the TD Garden. Celtics are finishing a back-to-back with Philly tonight. You know, the last time they actually were winning in a game, like just had a lead in a game. Probably five years It was ago. almost like a week ago when they were playing uh, in Chicago. They've been <laughs> losing all, lost at home to the Spurs and lost, uh, I think, I on mean, the road. I tossed out, though. That's, that was stupid, yeah. too. All right, we'll go into Celtics <laughs> later, but people aren't watching this to talk Celtics right now. <laughs> This guy this got a tattoo show. in August to run it back, and the Pats lose to the Titans, aka the Pats lose to Derrick Henry, and uh, yeah, and the tattoo doesn't go away; like it stays on. It physically it could there? go away. There are a lot of people who are asking you if you're going to get it removed. Show but, us. Uh, this is what your first time publicly stating whatever happened about the tattoo. So the floor is yours. Okay, first of all, let's just say. Last year, Super Bowl 53, what an amazing, magical run that was. The 11-5 and season, I stayed believing in that team. I got the tattoo last year, and they won it all. So you know what? I was already 1-0. And when you're heading into this season, this team looked way better on paper. This team looked like everything was going to go for them. And you know what? People don't understand marketing, marketing. This tattoo right here. Win or lose, I don't give a fuck, okay? It's a football game. Listen, it's going to happen. They're not going to happen every single time. Marketing. That tattoo to do it again gets me on the check down. That tattoo lands me a deal to get on a commercial. That tattoo makes me network and go all across the country this season. That tattoo lands players to laugh at me. They joke around. It's just a tattoo to them. They don't give a shit either. And that tattoo got me to go to so many games, got me to meet so many people. This tattoo might represent a Super Bowl championship. This tattoo to the Spike King, to Brian, represents the community that I got to build this season. It represents all the network I got to do. Spike King continues going up. Spike King doesn't go anywhere. Spike King will be there in April at the NFL Draft. Spike King will be there at training camp at the OTAs, causing a ruckus yet again going into next season. 
So a lot of people are saying, what are you going to do with it? Nothing. It stays there. We'll have fun with it. We'll make fun of it, of course. I'm a jabroni. People know I make fun of myself all the time. So I'll have that time, and I'll have that to make everyone else out there laugh. At the end of the day, you're going to forget about it. I forget about it because it's basketball season. I've been saying that it's been basketball season. I've been saying it's basketball season before they lost to Baltimore. I'm like, dude, whatever. This team's not going to win anything. I'm going to focus all my attention on the Celtics, which... Now that this, it's literally only going to be like a heavy basketball show because as football season, I don't think anyone really knows about the Bruins to talk about them as much well, as we can talk about Pats, the Celtics. The Pats will have a lot to talk about. There's so many question marks going into the, into yeah, the offseason. Yeah, it's going to be a busy offseason. And again, and again you, you take this team on paper, let's go to the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season when I got the tattoo, right? All of a sudden, right after I get the tattoo, David Andrews is out. See you later. Blood clots. He might not even play again. Then uh, Brandon King on special teams tears his ACL in preseason. Then all of a sudden, you know, oh, looking a little bit bad. Boom. They punch the steals right in the dick the first game. You're like, okay, this team's got it. Boom. They go get Antonio Brown, and they wipe the floor with Miami. And then all of a sudden, things start falling off. And I think the turning point of this season, in my eyes, was week three against the Jets, and they put Stidham in there, and Stidham throws a pick six on his like second throw. And I just thought from right then and there, Brady doesn't have a guy behind him. He feels that everything's going to be on him. Then they lose Antonio Brown, and I feel— Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, uh, I'm not done. And I feel like—and <laughs> I feel like—and I feel like— Brady's heart was never in the season. And I feel like these players with their whole boogeyman mantra and stuff, like that's not really a Belichick thing. And they're all coming out here saying that this and that. And I'm going to go back on record and saying, if there's one moment that I knew the Patriots were not winning the Super Bowl this year, and I've said it on the show before, it's because they got rid of Brian Hoyer. And I stick with that. And I stay with that because you laugh. I see you laughing. Brian Hoyer is someone that's behind Tom Brady that he trusts. How many times – How Tom Brady wasn't bad this year, obviously – Compared to the other years, he still threw for 4,000 yards. He only had eight interceptions. Yes, his touchdowns were down. But this offense was lacking. In the last 10 games, they didn't even score 30 points. And they only did against Cincinnati. But six of those points was because of Stephon Gilmore. That offense could not get it going. And that guy, Brian Hoyer, is on the sidelines. And Brady comes to him and says, what do I do? And Hoyer's there. Guy should have never got rid of Hoyer, and they got rid of him, and they ended up getting Cody Kessler anyways later in the season. That always bugged me this season. A lot of things that bugged me. Well, you got to go back. You said that like the Stidham pick six. That was the third game of the season. The Pats went five and zero after that. And you still got to have some sense of hope. Like this team's got something in the tank that they're they're they have the ability to do something special. You knew Even the wheels were going to fall off. You went eight and zero halfway through the, the season. You haven't off. lost a game. Yeah, but you can't say Brian Hoyer is the reason the wheels fell off the Patriots train. <laughs> he's, That's he's just Brian. Yeah. Like he he's was a mind on the sideline. For advice for Tom Brady and good for like um, yeah. like intimidating the other team's defense, <laughs> like in practice and stuff. But at the end of the day, he's not affecting the game in real time. That defense still played phenomenal even without his like uh, practice like resume stuff going on. So I don't know. Yeah. Now it's just it's just unfortunate that the defense this was the best defense of the decade technically yeah. speaking but it's it's just crazy that the defense and offense could just really never mesh and you saw flashes of that in the in like the Buffalo game and then maybe the second half of the Cincinnati game I mean, I was talking to Rune Dog last night. He said his pinpoint this year of when he knew this team wasn't going to go far was the Eagles game. He said that there's the, that how the offense couldn't get anything going after a bye week, and they only put up 17 points that week. Um, 
it, it, it's just it's just unfortunate. I mean, they just couldn't get their shit together. It's like the defense plays phenomenal all week, and then when you need them in a two minute drill, Miami goes right down the field like seventy five yards, eighty yards, ninety yards, and scores a touchdown on your ass, and then you just lost the bye week. And I mm-hmm. and I even think if they had the bye week. They still would have got lost to Kansas City. Kansas City would have came in here. Whoever won that wild card game, which would have been the Titans, and the Titans still would have came in here. No, the Titans would have played Baltimore. They still would have lost. No there's there's no way. There's, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way they're winning the divisional game. We would just be hyping it up and talking about it, but there's no way they were they were gonna do anything this season. And I think this. I think it like take it in perspective. It is as a Patriots fan, I would. It's it's hard to say, but you'd much rather lose to to a team like the Titans, who they they're not given the best shot at winning the Super Bowl. You're not looking at this team going all the way, especially relying on Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. But if it were to lose to a team like Kansas City, if they were to come to New England and Patrick Mahomes was to beat Tom Brady at oh, home, that would drive me against nuts. it. Wouldn't <laughs> like it would be a bad look? You'd, you'd have all like the headlines saying it's the end of an era, like. Yeah. Passing of the torch. I think it's much better look for the Patriots. Like, yeah, we lost, but we can. We lost to a running back. We lost to a bad. We lost to like not a bad team because they're in the playoffs and seventy playing a week yards after from Ryan Tannehill. Oh, let Unreal. me say this. Let me say this. Real Unreal. Quick. Throughout the season, I have two things. The start of the season, when we were talking about this in the show, we were all saying like, dude, this Patriots team is wicked good. And we gotta go back. Everybody. Unreal. I also said every single week when we pick uh, people that I'm never betting against Derrick Henry. And you could go back and every okay, single week, yeah, Derrick Henry just dropped like 170 on our head. He's man, built, man. dude. I, I And then all his like high school tape and stuff got out. I used to just watch his high school like tapes on YouTube and stuff. It's wicked funny. He literally could do whatever he wanted on a high school field. How did um, how did the last coach b- before Mike Vrabel get fired with Derrick Henry on the roster? There were a lot of bad NFL coaches. <laughs> Like seeing what Derrick Henry's been able to do just this season alone is unreal. Like seeing how, like why he was the Heisman and how it's translating into the NFL, like two, three years later. Where was this guy when the other coaches were here? Where was he even? Like he was there last year with with Rabel, but still, yeah. Seeing guys, this guy in person is just a whole different level. Yeah, you just look at him. He's as big as some of the linemen out there. He's just an absolute mm-hmm. freak of nature. Runs a 4-5, and he's almost as big as some of these linemen. It's almost unfair. And you saw it this entire week leading up to the Patriots game. You knew it was coming. You didn't think Ryan Tannehill was going to beat you with your arm. You knew they were going to run it down our throats to Derrick Henry. That's exactly what they did, and we just couldn't stop it. Do you Uh, think the Patriots should make a competitive run at Ryan Tannehill? No. No. Who do you want to win the Super Bowl now? I'm on the Lamar Jackson train. I, I need to see. I'm either Baltimore, or Seattle. I like to see Russell Wilson get a second. I, I'd like to see. I, I, I'd agree with you there. Right, I do not want to see. I don't want to see. I don't want to see San Francisco. No, oh, I'd love to see San Francisco. So a uh, couple shows. Whenever the last time we did this, you know me. I came out. I said like Oakland Raiders to AFC title game this year. They almost snuck in, by the way. Um, and. I had my Super Bowl pick, and I said it was the Saints. Remember I changed that pick at, like, yeah, around week Vikings, eight? Yeah, and what team did I pick? The Minnesota Vikings. And what team just went into New Orleans and beat the Saints? The Minnesota Vikings. The Kirk Minnesota Cousins Vikings first are going, the Minnesota Vikings are first going to win the Super Bowl this year. I am all on the Vikings the train this year. That's the cover right over. I am picking the Minnesota Vikings, and I'll say this. Jimmy G... And San Fran, everyone wants that sexy pick. People want to see Jimmy G. No, you don't want that. If you're a Pats fan, you do not want 
the, the you I don't do. want the Forty Nineers. No, because then the narrative will keep going as yeah. well. If we had Jimmy G, we would have won the Super Bowl this year. If Belichick moved on, if Kraft gets over his stuff, he comes. I don't want to hear I want to see Jimmy G sit down. I don't want to see that success because then that gives Belichick the whole like I'm kicking Brady out of here. I'm done with him. It does become a bad look. I think. Thank you. It comes a bad look. It's all. It's already become that because of how successful he's been this season alone. Even last season before the injury, Jimmy G successful quarterback. He is. He is. And I also think San Fran's a little fraudish too at, at that one seed. I, I don't. I don't think they're a true one seed. Well, I'd, I'd, agree, I'd agree with you because any, any team in the NFC could have been the one seed. Down yeah, they're the exactly. well, came down the wire. Yeah. That's why I think. I think it will be a Seattle. I think it will be a Seattle Vikings um, NFC title game, which Seattle most likely could go to the Super Bowl. I think yeah. they're the better team. I, I think. I, see I think Ravens. the right team didn't show up in Philly. That's a hard place to play, but that wasn't the Seattle football where they just played that past week. That's a team that Seattle can go into Green Bay and smash them. Vikings can expose the. Um, Vikings going to expose San Fran, and Seattle all of a sudden is hosting the NFC title game, which is crazy. There's a six and a five seed, and that's you what I'm saying. I think it's going to be Texans Titans in the AFC title game. I think it's just going to be a wacky NFL 100 season going into there, and it's going to be one of the lowest rated Super Bowls. No <laughs> one's going to care. No one's going to watch, and everyone's going to be like, "This is why we need the Patriots to cheat. We need the Patriots. Need the, this is why we need the why we start why are we screwing around with Breeze. We need them in the Super Bowl as well too. We need some entertainment. We need some excitement. Imagine Breeze Brady." Super Bowl, the NFL. You guys, we were so like, we were that last we season. We're close. that close. One we missed call close. and we could have could have had it. Granted, I don't think the I don't know how much closer the game would have been, but I think it would have been a much better game than thirteen to three. It could have been a bad look too, though, media wise for Brady's life too. Because if Breeze goes in there and whoops you, like yeah, what is exactly. that? Exactly. It's a whole different. The last, whole different, thing, the Brady, last thing I want to see is a Rogers Super Bowl win because all these morons on Twitter. You know, I realized Twitter's run by like 15 year olds. And like every time I see something that gets me wicked mad, it's by like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like Tony Snell or something like that. This is like Giannis season or something like that with all these graphics and stuff. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous NBA NFL takes. I'm just like, why am I getting mad? These are literally like kids studying for like vocab tests. Like, <laughs> like the, those Pats fan pages that always DM me like every single day, just like, oh, like, where's the spiking, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, where's this video? You're trash. It doesn't like, dude, I don't care. Like, have fun with your spelling does in the morning. Like, I, don't need, I don't need negativity in 2020. I yeah. want all good vibes and positivity. But, we leave the negativity into last decade. I'm blocking out the haters. I'm blocking out the haters. The people that be like, Rogers, sunglasses on. Yeah. This is only going to hurt, like, fuel the Rogers greater than Brady fire. I'm like, oh my God. Like, everyone with a brain knows that Brady's the better quarterback, but everyone who just wants. 100 retweets, 200 likes of all this garbage. I don't know. Lamar Jackson is way better alert. quarterback. I want Lamar Jackson to win. Lamar Jackson is the truth. He's so fun to watch. I think the NFL wants Lamar Jackson to win. He better win. Yeah, they absolutely want him to. Lamar Jackson, ESPN, NFL Network, they want it. They need it. He's just that dude this season where all the headlines might as well be on the cover of Madden next year. Just He's going to be on the cover. It's Lamar. the new Mahomes. Yeah. They replace yeah. their golden boy every year now because Brady started. I'm, I, am exactly. just, I am just interested to see this upcoming weekend if Lamar Jackson actually shows up because last year in the divisional game, where was he for three but, and a half quarters? To be fair, that fourth quarter, he did come alive. Where was he for three and a half quarters, though? 
He was a yeah, he's a rookie. He had some time to develop. Second, All right, his second year of the league. Year? He's gonna he's get a sophomore. <laughs> What's your excuse next year? He's a junior. No, What's your excuse next year? Well, it's only been four <laughs> years in the if league. He, if he loses, he loses. But if he's a rookie playing the NFL for the first time, like you're gonna have some hiccups in the road. It happens to be the you almost come back and win a playoff game in the NFL. And your second year of the league is put up records. Every single time, and you put up absolutely historic numbers. You were the talk of the NFL. You're the face of the NFL, whether people want to hear that or not, at least this season. Doesn't mean yeah. you're going to win it all. I know, but I'm saying that's a good job. Holmes. Yeah, yeah if you uh, lose, exactly. I agree. Right, no, like talk- the NFL's oh, in a good spot right now to have a guy like Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson leading the way in the AFC. And people thought it was going to be Mariota, and that guy just fell off the oh. face of the earth. That guy's a bum. Like a and I'm, and I'm also, and I know maybe we'll get into a little college football later because the big national title game's on Monday, and I don't watch college football. But we all know that that Burrow's going to end up going to Cincinnati, so that's got to be another guy in the AFC that we're going to be able to watch for. Know what I was thinking with that Burrow thing? Remember, uh, Nick, was it Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa said like he wouldn't play if this team drafted him? Imagine if Burrow's like, dude, Cincinnati, oh. Eli Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. happened before. Charges, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he was on CBS Sports with Boomer Esiason, and he was handing him the Bengals helmet as like kind of like a passing the torch thing. He like looked at it for a good ten seconds, like, "What am I getting into?" He's like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Sixty-year start. All right, let's get into some of these uh, Instagram questions. A lot of them revolving around the Patriots. So instead of doing like a normal uh, rundown list, it's gonna be like a fan base. A lot show. of questions. A lot of questions. This is like the most questions we've ever had. Ever. But it's mostly the same shit. And I, yeah. most of the questions are the same. So if you we don't get to your question, yeah, yeah. we've got to ask I'm, like five different tr- times. Try again next week. Month. Yeah, try again next week. We'll probably get two questions out of the litter. RV Mata dot underscore. What would you consider the biggest needs that must be met for Brady to stay? Uh, you need to have craft, swallow his pride, and go after Antonio Brown again because in, right after that's, Antonio that's Brown done. left, no, yeah, it is done. done. But I'm saying done. right after AB left, all the allegations gone out the window. Nobody talks. They just talk about how he's an insane human being. I'll take insane. Brady's yeah. a crazy human, and he's we've had murderers on this. Yeah. Speaking of murderers, you see that Netflix documentary coming out about uh, Hernandez? I will good, be doing actually. a review for that. Anyways, you get AB, you beg Gronk to come back or something. Anyone, you maybe trade for OBJ. You sell the farm just for one more year with Brady. Because no matter what, we're going to stink when Brady's gone. We're going to be bad. Like you, If you don't see it, if you don't see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, that light is a train. And it's coming at you. Like you, We're going to be a bad team. Sell everything just for one more good year because we weren't a good team this year and we were trying to do a little bit of like Kraft and Belichick's way. Didn't work out. I think you just sell high, put all the uh, all the money in one pot, and you just go for the win. The thing to sell me for Bra- yeah, the thing for Brady for me, I think multi-year commitment. He wants to get paid at market value because he wants his money. He's been denied all these years, and he wants a multi-year commitment. He wants to prove he can play until he is indeed forty-five. And he needs to show it in a Patriot uniform. So, and and I think that it's going to be impossible for that to happen on this yeah, Patriots I agree. team. I agree. And it, because of money reasons. Now, like Rundog was throwing this at me yesterday and saying, if Brady wants the market value and say he's getting paid like $30 million a year, like whatever he wants, right? They're only going to have like $19 million left in cap space. And they're going to have to start moving shit around. And here's a couple questions. Now, that question, let's go to the actual question. It's like, what do you need to put around Brady to keep him here? Well, for starters, the offensive line. What's protecting Brady? We don't even know if David Andrews is even going to come back yeah. from that injury. And that could be a question mark heading into way next year. Ted Karras, who 
played pretty good. He he stepped up in that role, and I said this. Tag Cash is going to step up in that role, and that motherfucker is a free agent now, and he's going to get paid somewhere. He was only making $700,000. So now you need a starting center. You might need a new starting center going into next year. And then on top of that, who knows the whole left tackle uh, experience. Joe Tooney, I think, is another one that's a free agent this year. You're going to have to pay him as well. They might yeah, be Marcel losing Newhouse some off key, of the planet. They might be losing some key pieces already on that offensive line. And that's just a start. Then all of a sudden, Philip Dorsett, he's gone. He's a free agent. Then Edelman, another year older. You can't trust him anymore. What's going on with his injuries? He might be, he might be hanging up his cleats. For all we know, if Brady's out of here, he's not going to be spending another season just hurting himself. And then all of a sudden, too, your tight end slot. Gronk might be done for good. You need Gronk to come back. He's and Gronk, and I want to <laughs> go on this little rant, and, and I said this before the show, Gronk proved his point. Gronk was scheduled to make $12 million or whatever that he was this first final year. He said not worth it. He wants to get paid more. And guess what? He stepped away. And it kind of showed that the Pats really needed him. There were so many times when you're probably watching the uh, the Patriots this year, you're like, that would have been a great Rob Gronkowski play. This is right. a moment in third and 13 we need, or third and six, or whatever it ends up being, that you're like, we need Rob Gronkowski on this play. And they're not going to have the money to be able to pay him. They're not going to be able to have the money to pay Brady. They're not going to have the money to carry Odell Beckham's contract on top of that. That's just too much. We can keep dreaming. This guy... And based on what Tom Brady said in his Instagram post, to me, seemed like a farewell to New England. It seemed like, hey, guys, oh, I want to thank everyone for the last 20 years of what you guys did at Gillette Stadium. I'm, I'm going to be back playing football. Doesn't stay in New England. Doesn't, didn't commit to anything with the Patriots. I'm sure he's going to wait till March. He's going to go test the market and see what other teams are going to offer him. And you know other teams are going to throw tons of money at him. And I think that it's over. It's, realistically, I do not see the Patriots being able to do this with a salary cap. Go ahead, Staff. I've been cooking this crazy theory up, right, about Brady. Because I've been hearing all this stuff from Felger and Maz, just like shooting the shit, talking about different scenarios. And here's my play. The Raiders. It's their first season in Las Vegas next year. They're building the Death Star of a stadium out there. Blacked out. They're trying to go in with a bang. They offer Tom Brady market value money. Bring Tom Brady in, trade Derek Carr, because Gruden doesn't like Derek Carr. And then after Antonio Brown tweets out during the Titans game, he's only going to play football with Tom Brady. The Raiders then get Antonio Brown back on their roster. <laughs> first year in Vegas, and Tom Brady and Antonio Brown are the headliners. First year for the Las Vegas Raiders. And they actually, I think they have a pretty deep, uh, pretty decent offensive line there. I, I could see something like that happening too. The NFL needs to make a splash in Vegas. What better way than having Tom Brady lead that way and building a fan base out there? Tom Brady would look great in black, by the way. That would be interesting. We've seen that picture floating around earlier. And uh, Derek Carr gets traded away. I think that makes a ton of sense right there. I, I could see that real, realistically, no this is no way in hell that happens. Yeah. Giselle doesn't like New England in the first place. You think she's like Vegas? Yeah. Are you talking to me? I'm talking. I'm just He's saying. He's going to the money whoever commits to him long term. And it's going to be. It might be the Raiders. Long term. I think this. If, 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 if any. I mean, I get that the NFL and every sports league is a business. But if you had a brain. Like if you went with your heart instead of your brain. You give Tom Brady a blank check. And says, fill yeah. it out. I don't care. You This, this dude did everything 
for New England football. Literally, quite literally, for he 20 years. Jets. It wasn't like five dude, years. He's yeah. the single greatest football player of all there time. There might as well not have like been New England football before. No Bruce. matter what, dude, we're going to be bad. You were going to be terrible no matter what. And like everybody knew that. Everyone like watching Brady and Belichick, like, oh, this is going to stink when they leave. That time's here. So no matter it's, what, you would be like, hey, <laughs> this is this is the biggest thank you card of all time. Kraft gives him his check, but he's like, dude, write down any number. I don't care. Yeah. And then you just ride it out with Brady. He's one of those players. He should be like, you don't but see here's the thing. But here's the thing, Tyler. Tyler, you can give him a blank check. First of all, Raiders play against New England in New England. Would love to see him play back in New England. That'd it makes be awesome. too much sense. I just want to say that. But listen, you give him that blank check. You give him the Kobe Bryant treatment. You yeah. say, here's your money, dude. Yeah. Two years, $65 million. Why? I'll guarantee you, we love you. And Kraft would do that. Yeah. But you does, does Brady realize that they're going to suck for two straight years and there's no – yeah, they might go to the playoffs wild card for two straight years and that's it. And does Brady – does Brady want that? Does Brady want to be like, I want to get paid, but I just – I don't have a team around me. The, if the Pats pay him, he's not going to have a team around him. Belichick – I think, I think is, he stays, but who knows. Tyler, is it the I same think, thing about Jerry Rice? And where did Jerry Rice go? The Oakland yeah, Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> he, he helped build San Francisco football, one of the great, the greatest dynasty before the and, New England came up. And Tom Brady grew up on the 49ers. Who did he grow up on? Joe Montana. Joe Montana left the 49ers. So, Kansas City. And look at look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan left the Chicago Bulls. Like it's 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 very rare. Well, you'll see a player like a Derek Jeter that stays on a team for the entire in the entire career. It's you don't see that that much anymore. And we want that, but then again. It's, because right. of what Brady did, I think it hurts him. I think it hurts his brand a little bit in the short term. But long term, this guy goes out to Vegas. He's building TB12 out there in Vegas now. Exactly. He's starting to put his business out there. And he might hurt his market here in New England for a bit. Because people are going to be like, you know what? He gave us six rings. He did us this for 20 years. I'm still going to buy into it. After you get over it, we're all salty. We'll be salty. You'll get over it. Same thing happened with Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr went to Chicago uh, for the last uh, year of his career, and his, his yeah. reputation isn't tarnished. He's still Ray the most Moore. popular Ray guy Moore in the wing. Left, and he went to go to the Colorado Avalanche, and he won exactly. the Stanley Cup. Guys, I know that. <laughs> All right, speaking Brady, of if Brady will, leaves, Tom Brady will finish his career in New England. I guarantee think what's it. more important is about Bill Belichick, and this is now time to say, I trust Bill. Yeah. I trust Bill. And this guy is going to <laughs> – this guy, Brady, is going to go bank on himself because he has to because he does want to play. He wants to compete. He should go to the NFC. I don't want to see him in the AFC. But this is a time that you trust Belichick. And I trust that if we got rid of Brady and say, see you later, he's got $30 million to play with. I don't like Stidham. I don't think he's All a right, wait. Before we go into this, this is the next question. It goes, if Brady leaves from Clay Goat, if Tom Brady does retire or leave, is it Stidham or is it somebody else? Okay, so it's I don't think else. I don't think Cody it's Kessler. I don't think it's I don't think it's Stidham, but I think that Belichick can put the right pieces around him with thirty million dollars. Can put the right pieces around Stidham to mask some of his flaws, and then he could develop over time. They're still going to have to go into this upcoming draft and still draft another quarterback mm -hmm. and have these guys compete. Plus, if you saw the market out there, you got guys like Jameis Winston, Mariota, and even someone like Andy Dalton that's probably going to leave. Derek Carr that's probably going to end up. Uh, getting... I have the answer. I have the answer. Listen, I'm just saying that you can have a veteran guy still come in. I trust Bill because how about in two – we have the one season, the one outlier, and that was 2008 with Matt Castle. You had Randy Moss still on the team, but they fucking went 11-5 and five that season. And 11-5, and five, that record won them a Super Bowl last year. 11-5 and five will get you a wild card mostly every year. And it's funny they didn't make it that year, that one year, so you can't tell what's going to happen in the playoffs. 
I trust in Bill, and I think it will be better long-term for the New England Patriots to move on from Tom Brady. I think it will be fine to move on from him and use that $30 million And go get yourself Odell. Go get yourself somebody because you know you can pay those guys. I want to go off of this hypothetical that you say, like, if Tom Brady were to leave, because you're talking about, like, who's going to be the next quarterback for the New England Patriots. I'm going to tell you, the guy that's going to replace Brady is not on the roster yet. He's not on the roster yet. It's not Stidham. It's not what it's never going to be Cody Kessler. I don't even know why that guy was even on the roster. He was inactive the last few weeks. But I say saw Tom my Brady from Twitter. Say if, Tom, I think we're thinking of the same person. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, say Tom Brady were to leave, you, you you can let me know if 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 it's right. Cause I've seen I've seen it floating around, and I was like, why not? Let's run with it. So if Tom Brady were to leave, if he were to retire, the Patriots go like say three three and thirteen in the first year without Brady. You're just awful, Travel hot lines. garbage, dumpster. Dumpster fire next year. It'd be all funny games for NFL fans. Oh yeah, the dynasty's over until the Patriots do end up going awful record three and thirteen. And then the very next year, they got the first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, first overall. Now that That's would what be the Spurs did with Tim. Duncan. That would that would be America's <laughs> like, worst nightmare. Spurs Spurs had like uh, what is Dave Robinson, the only marketable yeah. player. They did terrible. Next thing you know, and they you wouldn't even have, have to go three and thirteen because we were thinking about trading up to the Giants spots to take Baker Mayfield. Right. Dropped out of yeah. Cleveland. We could realistically just be in the middle of the pack and trade up and still get uh, Goldilocks. Trevor if Lawrence. that were to happen. So, yeah. so I'm going to take that, yes. take that scenario, and, and I like it. I understand where you're coming from. I like where Stafford's going and saying, if we want something, we'll fucking trade for it. Just like the Rams, how they financed their entire future and they made a mistake there. <laughs> I, I would trust that Belichick, if he's going to finance everything and put everything on the table, we would be a little bit better. Let me say, let me say something right here, though, is that Belichick right now, he also have, has a short window in coaching. I give him another five years. He's not wasting a tanking season right now, this late in the stage of his career. He is chasing Don Shula's all-time win record. So going three and 13 means that he's going to have to coach a whole other year on top of that, and I just can't see him doing that. that This is the correct answer because it comes from yours truly, OJ Simpson. Always right. (laughs) No, no, not me. It's coming from OJ Simpson on Twitter. Like, he's a... If you don't follow OJ Simpson, it's crap. I feel guilty about following him because, you know, he did some stuff. But he, he is must-see videos. Like, he doesn't tweet. He just puts out videos. So he was talking about today how he's at, like, the barbershop and everything and how, like, the talk of the shop was uh, who's going to be the Pats quarterback next year. And he said Teddy Bridgewater should be <laughs> the, the New England Patriots quarterback next year. And then he had some solid points. He's like, the whole league's going to a running system. Uh, it's like he's a big quarterback can throw the ball a deep ball. And do you know who uh, who votes on like the NFL like top players of the first, like a hundred people? Belichick has most of the say in that. And OJ Simpson, despite all the bad stuff he did, Belichick still voted for him. So I think that if OJ Simpson, you see Belichick sees that OJ video, gets a little something <laughs> in his ear, he's like, dude, may- maybe we should. Like OJ clearly knows football. Like he's very good at football. Just you'll have, you'll have to watch the video. I might pipe it in. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I might pipe it in here. And if you didn't hear it, then I didn't do it. But uh, yeah. I just want I'm to imagine a scenario. He went five and zero oh without the with the Saints. Like with he hasn't Michael lost Thomas. an NFL game. With I just Michael want to Thomas. imagine a scenario oh, where there's a Patriots assistant, like social media, someone just finds us finds this OJ Simpson cool, video crap, and just like hey, this is Bill. <laughs> hey Bill, check this. Hear me. Check this out. Like he's got a point. And just Bill's like just knocking on the door. Like, is that OJ Simpson? <laughs> we got it. We got it. It's our guy. 
It also right. makes kind of an interesting concept because of when we had Jacoby Brissett and he got to play like a game and it was just something completely di- it was something yeah. completely different for Belichick. I'd like to see Belichick with a with a true mobile quarterback out there. I just I don't know and have an arm as well too. I mean, and, and Bridgewater Bridgewater is a player. Like he he's out there to play. I think they trade for Baker Mayfield. That's and what I, I think, said. And I and I and I think into the season. and I think that you know Brady and Baker do have somewhat of a relationship, and I'm sure there's some sort of open door that Belichick wanted Baker at the time. And it was just too costly, and, and that Cleveland team's a dumpster fire. I feel like they all just want out of there. Like no mm. one wants to play for that city. I would like to see a trade for Baker Mayfield. Only- I want Baker Mayfield. I think Baker does have a fire inside of him yeah. that that needs to be out there. The only reason I won't, I would want to see that because I know, like from from Fox Sports, Colin Cowherd, lo- like he'll gas the Patriots up, but he despises Baker Mayfield. I would love to see how that how that would contrast. What but Tom Brady's think, going to be the quarterback of. The what do you think would have happened if we go back now in the time capsule two years ago, and it's halfway through the Super Bowl Fifty Two season, I believe that was right or whatever, Fifty Three season, whenever they traded Jimmy G two years ago, so. 52? What if we moved on? What if we moved on from Tom Brady after that Eagles loss and we just said we're going with Jimmy G? So you lose the divisional that year and then the next year you win Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. So we, what happened? Yes. You lost the divisional that year because he's not experienced enough and then the next year you come back, presuming he it's, doesn't get injured, presuming he doesn't yeah. get injured and you win the Super Bowl because Belichick's too good of a coach for that and we're too talented of a roster not to win the Super Bowl with Jimmy it's, G. It's, it's almost like we wouldn't be sitting at six, we'd still be sitting at five Super yeah. Bowls. But the long term for this team right now would be like we're gonna win another three coming up in the you next couple years. You have at least years. ten more years of Jimmy G in his like prime. Yeah, and it's yeah. like the Brett. It's kind of like the Brett Favre, the Aaron Rodgers thing. Yep. And it's like it's and it kind of sucks because that's why I said Bill, we trust and Bill, we trust because he wanted to do that. He wanted to move away. He saw this happening, and now Bill. This is kind of crazy because he, now he has extra time. He has a whole extra month of prep. But now Bill has to clean up this fucking mess. And I'm sure Bill is not happy about that. I'm surprised Bill is even keeping this job. He, right? has, he, has, he has the biggest leg to stand on because Kraft already played the, dude, it's Tom Brady cards. Like, we have to get Tom Brady. Yeah. But Bill, Bill could be like, all right, look at what happened. We had Tom Brady. Didn't he work out. He played the Gronk so card, now too, it, Now it's Bill. tried to trade and, Gronk earlier yeah. last year. And anybody out there this year saying fucking – Oh, well, Brady didn't have weapons and they didn't do anything. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. They went out and got Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown did Antonio Brown. He shot himself in the foot. They got Josh Gordon last year and they said, you know what? He needs to rehab. They spent so much fucking time on Josh Gordon in the offseason to get him back going. And everyone was hyped up. Josh Gordon's back. And then Belichick got rid of him with no questions asked. And guess what happens? He goes to Seattle, and all of a sudden, he relapses again. Yeah, he's he's done, right? like, up doing. No way he They went out, and yes, they tried getting Manny Sanders. Didn't work out. Just because players are available doesn't mean teams are going to trade him to fucking New England. We saw that with Antonio Brown. They offered a lot for Antonio Brown from the Steelers. They said, no, we're not trading to New England. We're not doing that. So that didn't happen. We and also they tried, got the wrong answers they had to, get, to do they had to get Sanu. Yeah. They had to get Sanu. They got Nikhil Harry. They thought at that time he was the best wide receiver in the draft. They went to go get Nikhil Harry. And they tried trading for tight ends. They tried getting like uh, Howard, they tried getting, they got Austin Severian Jenkins, and this guy had a little mental relapse, and like he just, things just do not work out. But you know what? The Patriots, between Belichick and Kraft, whoever it is, tried going out and getting players around them, and it just didn't work. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of no, uh, Nikhil Harry, S. Noah Cohn asked, how much potential does Neil Ka- Nikhil Harry have? Huge Nikhil Harry guy. Uh, literally, he's only caught the ball. I think he's only been targeted like, say, 20 times throughout the season. Not yeah. even. I doubt it's been 20. Caught the majority of it. Had a handful of touchdowns. He's good. Like, it's going to matter whether or not uh, Brady's still on the team. Him. Yeah, but he got joined, what, week 12, week 13 yeah. or something like that? He was He's a good it's, player. It was a good pick. People and I, I want to see Brady him. missed OTAs. This was the biggest yeah. OTAs he's missed his entire career because the Patriots never draft receivers high. And when they do, they suck. Aaron Dobson being the most glaring option. Well, well, Joe, I went to my ranch in Montana and I brought a kill <laughs> out there and, and we practiced together. You know, we had a little downtime together. I don't need OTAs. I do it on my own time. Look how that worked out. But it just shows you, too, like, not even that. How about Jacoby Myers? How about Dorsett? Like, why isn't Brady taking the extra time to get these reps with these guys? Because you know that shit's going to happen. You know what's also wicked funny when we're just talking about this? We're all wicked mad at Brady. Like, oh, my God, how could you leave? Like, dude, it's Super Bowl or bust here. Like, yeah. we're not going to win the Super Bowl every single year. Like, they're like but all my friends at school, they're all Eagles fans. But that's they're the expectation still, now. They're still ecstatic yeah. over the we're fact Alabama, that they won dude. the Super Bowl. We're no, Alabama, dude. Exactly. It's national title game or bust, and, that, and that's what we are. And it's going to take a couple years of, you know, being that mid-tier wild card. You're lucky to get in the playoffs to start, start accepting. And then we're just going to be the just like the Cowboys fans. Well, I remember 15 uh, yeah, years ago when we had Tom Brady. I, 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 I will say this. I think that if they move on from Tom Brady, I'm not going to say next year they're going to be the Super Bowl. Like next year, be like, let's make the playoffs. Like let's just <laughs> let's prove to you that Belichick can do this. This team, if they move on from Brady, will be back in the Super Bowl within three years. I trust Brady, and I don't. It's not about Robert Kraft. I trust Jonathan Kraft. Jonathan Kraft's the real deal. He's the one who takes Belichick. And I trust Steve, and I trust the coaching because the system works. And yeah, you could say Tom Brady's a system QB, blah, blah, blah. He is. I mean, it's not that it, – don't blame the system because the system yeah, worked. worked. Yeah. yeah. yeah I have a serious worked. question, though. I have a serious question. So going off of that prediction, they'll be back in the Super Bowl in three years. I say three years. If they move you say on from- three years. Okay. Could they do that with a bridge guy? Not a draft pick coming yes. up. Yes. Yes, because they could. I say that because of the whole – system works. Because of the Matt Castle thing. It's the only outlier we can ever yeah. go back on, 11-5. and five. They can do it with the bridge guy. They can, go, they can go into this draft or next draft, and they got their quarterback of the future, right? Say it's not Stidham, right? You go get your quarterback. Then they go get a guy like Jameis Winston, and like, oh, we're only going to bring in for two years or three years. Or we go get an Andy Dalton or something like that. The bridge guy. The guy's going to get you two to three years there. All of a sudden, on cheap money, by the way, too, if Belichick goes out there and then starts sprinkling the money around – and and he starts giving these guys weapons. Any quarterback can look good. Look at a guy like Kirk Cousins. All right, they Stinks. gave him money, but so I know, bad. but he's got Thielen, he's got Diggs, he's got Dalvin Cook. Something that's always bothered me is that Brady never had a true running back behind him. He never had that. Excuse like, me, Ben thing. Jarvis Green Ellis okay. was elite. But I'm talking about like having that Ezekiel Elliott type of running back. Right. Having that. Having that Le'Veon Bell type of running back. Like a guy and, you can really lean on to, to win your game. We had Steven Jackson. Steven and, Jackson was a stud. People and, want to talk and about if it. you're a Patriots fan, okay? Because you have to be a Patriots fan. You can be a Brady fan. If you're a Patriots fan, wouldn't it feel sweet if they got rid of Brady and they still no. win the division? And they still win the division? As a Patriots fan, I'm talking about Pats fan. Wouldn't it feel sweet to win the division next year? 100%. And be like, hey, what happened, Miami? You guys got a top pick. And you guys are supposed to look good. Hey, Jets, you guys got you guys got uh, you guys got fucking Mono Darnold over there and Le'Veon Bell. 
you know, hey, Buffalo, you made the playoffs last year. We still win the division. So it's just, yeah. as a Patriots fan, I, and Bill, you trust. You have to trust Bill. You have to trust the hood. And he's got a lot to prove without Tom Brady. And you know that both of these guys are going to be fueled by that for the next three or four years. Yeah, and if, you're not excited about that, if you're not excited about the winning the division without Tom Brady, you're a loser. You're a bona fide loser if you don't want your own team to win because they let Tom Brady win. Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Like, it's not going to, it's not, it's, uh, yeah, everyone's going to be sad. It's going to be like, oh, we don't have Brady anymore. It's going to be like, okay, well, obviously this, steel, this team has it. This defense kept them in games nonstop. And if you threw, and if we had Stidham, I know I shit on him, but if Stidham had a place since week one, this team probably would have went 11 and 5, 10 and 6. They would have been fine. Like, they still, uh, yes, yeah. I think if they had Stenham in there, they still I don't know. I w- I'm thinking 9 and 7. They probably would have got to keep Antonio Brown all year, too. Because yeah. they, they didn't, no one would be crying about Brady and Antonio Brown. But Antonio Brown probably would have. Yeah, that, that lady would have just shut up. Um, so I think okay. we're going to ma- mostly do. Pages talk because I feel oh, like it's gonna go. This is gonna go. The helmet, the helmet smashing. Oh down. yeah, that got a hundred thousand yeah. views and people stole my video. I should have. I mean, them. that's that's just that's just always the way the internet. Always, that's just the way the internet works. I, I, like, you I can't get mad Tito, at that. He's got it, and he looked at me. and was like, "Dude, did you film that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did." And I was like, "And I just posted it." Like I should. I was like, "Should I watermark it?" I was like, "Yeah, no one's gonna do it." So put it on TikTok. And do you get in trouble for that or no? No, because it's public. I'm in a public area. But you are signed at J11, right? Huh? Yeah, but they don't give. Edelman doesn't even like me to begin with. And that's probably the reasons why, because of yeah. shit like that. But uh, let me just say something really quick, too. Uh, if anyone's actually still watching here, I am all on the Dietrich Weiss bandwagon. I, I, I want to just say that this year has been fun from day one to like now because of, say, Ticketgate, when I got in trouble for all that <laughs> shit and the Patriots hated me for that. And then I was at the, inst- uh, not the instant, I was at the first day of training camp and I was in the friends and family area and security hounded me. But Nikhil Harry and Stefan Gilmore came up and recognized me. Gunner this year said, yo, you're the man. Like, yo, you're a legend. Like, that's cool. Like, you know, shit like that. Derek Rivers and Dietrich Weiss. Dietrich Weiss has been hooking it up. And, and I know for ride the wave purposes, and he's going to do this, is that he has his uh, charity called Wise Up, which is to help out the Boston youth area, you know, to be a little bit smarter and make the right decisions. Ride the Wave is going to start working with that in the offseason, now that he's got more time to focus on that. He's such a great guy, and he sees, yeah, he sees the Spike King, and he likes the tattoo stuff, and he thinks it's all funny, but he knows who Brian is, and he sees that, and he sees who Dito is, and he sees all this shit that goes on. And he said this, you know, let's just say week 17, they lose. The guy comes up, he goes, hey, you know, tough loss. Do you guys want to come next week? Like, that's awesome. And then, you know, they lose in the fucking wild card round. And he's like, hey, tough loss. But, uh, hey, you know, if I'm still here next year, just hit me up, you know, practices and stuff. And that's awesome. It's awesome to be mm-hmm. able to build those connections and start getting yourself in there. Because just like Hagop said, I don't know if he's ever watching anymore. There's a new era of Pat's Nation that's coming in here. And you know me? I'm still going to be up there. I'm still going to go 100 miles an hour. There are going to be so many people that jump off the Patriots wagon. And I'm going to be very interested. The second that Brady leaves yeah. and maybe they start the season one and two or whatever two. they end up starting, the, the tickets are going to go down. No one's going to start going to games anymore. And I'm still going to be there. I'd argue that makes it more entertaining to watch. It does. Though, like for, it does. For, 
my entire life it's just been like, dude, Brady's gonna find a way to pull it out, and he does. Uh, so there's no like nervousness. That's why I like watching like the Penn State games better because I'm like, dude, I literally have no idea how it's gonna look. Like, like Stafford, I said to out. you, I give them three years to make the Super Bowl. I'll give them three years to make the Super Bowl under Belichick, and that will make it more entertaining because that Super Bowl will be the sweetest as a Pats fan to be like unequivocally the sweetest. Unequivocally, the sweetest. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think it's a different culture type of thing in Boston too, because you see a lot of teams they went from winning to losing, back to winning. It's like a cycle and stuff, and it was kind of a weird culture thing. But in Boston, I feel like we've always expected this level of dominance, or at least as long as I've been alive. I'm 20 year, or 19 years old, and for the past 20 or so years, we've expected this had this winning culture and stuff. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen when we start to lose. But that's so gonna, that's gonna that carries over into other sports as well, like the Bruins and Celtics and right. shit like that. And that's why I like a coach like Brad Stevens. He's got that little Belichick kind of in him a, a little bit. Um, I, 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 still, I still think the Pats are in good hands, no matter what, carrying on for the future. Belichick ain't going anywhere. He's here for another five to ten years. Like I said, he's trying to go for Don Shula's record. This guy wants to win. He still controls that team. And I think that the Patriots will be absolutely fine going forward. Don mm-hmm. Shula hates Bill Belichick. He calls him Belichick. And it's that's why it, that's why Belichick's driven to be like, I'm going to continue yeah. winning and I'm going to put my fucking name on the top of everything. Same way, like, Brady should keep playing because Brady should have those records out there. <laughs> He's already got the six Super Bowls. He should start stat padding if he has to. That's absolutely fine in my book. But go do it on a different team. I, I think <laughs> it's time to go do it somewhere else. I, 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 I think it's time that the Patriots and New England accept this and say we need a breath of fresh air. We need to move forward. It's going to happen eventually. It's better to do it right now because yeah, no matter what, it's gonna be ugly break, dude. There's no as, clean yeah, break that can happen clean with break, this. But as a Pats fan, and say they sign Tom Brady for two more years, do you want to see him turn into Peyton Manning and slowly progress, and then like you, it starts becoming sad, and then you're just, and then all the fans are on. You're like, you're, you guys haven't moved on, and like you guys can't move on. I'm sure Belichick wants to move on. It's business. I'm sure Brady wants to move on. Well, basically, and I'm sure what, the right fit will happen. Basically, what Indy did with Peyton Manning is what the Patriots were supposed to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. They just took the alternate route. They drafted Andrew Luck and let uh, Peyton Manning walk to Denver, and he still had a couple good years. That would have been the same thing if we had kept Garoppolo. Brady still would have been productive and probably won a Super Bowl. Is there any way, this probably will never happen, that we can do a sign-and-trade and and sign Brady, but then trade him away and somehow get a little something? That's really only the NBA. I know. I know. Brady, I know. I know. I just, Brady helps us out still. All right, yeah, uh, a couple more questions. Uh, some good ones. We have like a ton, but I'm only going to pick out the best remaining few. It's going to stick with Pat's talk. And then from now on, we're going to be a Celtic show, really. No, there'll be a lot of football left. It's still football season. <laughs> There's going to yeah, be some, no, we'll we'll be about some Tom Brady news. Champion Minnesota I'm Vikings. just waiting until we can talk Celtics. This is the only reason I started this stupid <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, what position do you think the Patriots should draft with their first round pick this year from P.Gear03? They should draft number 23 overall because that's where they have their pick. No, right, we said what position? Oh, shut oh. up. I... <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Uh, uh, I don't know, like a lineman? You can oh, never yeah, go wrong draft. You like, always it, draft a lineman. Every time we draft high, it's always a lineman. And I'm but, sick of it. But you can't really pick right now because we don't know what Brady's agency. situation. Mm-hmm. We have to wait till March, and we have to see what goes on with Brady. And probably at the beginning of April, you'll have a clear head of, okay, this is our quarterback. Now start building around it. And if I'd it's Tom Brady end. at quarterback, they need a fucking tight end this yep. year. They need a tight end. 
uh, whether they have to go out and find one on the market, but the market's not that great, where they have to go trade for something, they might have to trade that 23rd overall pick for somebody out there too. There's a lot of needs. I think the Patriots are more successful instead of taking players with those first-round picks. I think the track record for the last five, ten years has shown that trading those picks away, they've, yeah. they're bringing in a haul. Especially, I think, the most memorable one to recent date is the Brandon Cooks deal where we got him for a year, traded a fir- traded like a 31st overall pick, and ended up trading him away and getting yeah. a pick that was even higher. And you get a year of production out of him. I'm, I'm actually interested to see... Do you trade Stefan Gilmore? Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna now if you're you guys are making those faces, but here's the thing. Eighteen million dollars, nineteen million dollars coming up. If you're Belichick, you look at that. This guy's gonna be the defensive player of the year. He's high market value right now if you get tra- if you trade him That's away. Fair. And you could take that eighteen million and start spreading it somewhere else because now you know next year. This isn't going to be the – we're not winning a Super Bowl next year. It's like, say, if you move on from Brady. We're not, we're not right. winning next year, right? Do we trade Stefan? You, you get a solid first-round pick for him or something like that. You free up a lot of cap space. You use that money. You start sprinkling it elsewhere. Just just a thought. Dog thinks he's gone. Dog uh, said he's gone. Every go- single defensive player that could be gone, I think that would be the worst possible move you could make. I mean, I yeah. think I, you'd get, I'd get rid of Hightower before I get rid of Gilmore. i get rid of Van Noy before you get rid of Gilmore. i get rid gone. of – yeah, I think he's gone too. Yeah, um, going McCordy, anybody, because Gilmore is still playing like the best cornerback in the league, and you yeah. still need a shutdown corner. To JC, win. JC will end up being your number one if you end up getting rid of him. Ugh, that's crazy. That, that's that's crazy. Would, that's crazy. JC Jackson isn't terrible though. He's he's a good guy. But, but here's yeah. the thing: well, he they, they had they went with Malcolm Butler as their number one for a while. Yeah, like, you, you got to think about that. And so it, it Malcolm played elite football for like a year and a half. Yeah, he played elite football for a year and a half. And and you got to give Belichick his credit. He got and signed Gilmore, and everyone was like, "What the hell are you doing?" And yeah. it was pretty much worth the money. Now it's unfortunate that he only got one Super Bowl, but uh, one Super Bowl ring. But you know, he kind of won the AFC Championship game to get us in the Super Bowl Fifty Two. But hey, he got his value out of Gilmore. Hey, see you later. I I want my eighteen million. I want my nineteen million. I want to start spreading it elsewhere around there. Just thinking, Be- Belichick's been very smart over the last. 25 years with the salary cap, and you got it again. It's in Bill we trust. I don't think it's the right move either, but he gave the money to Gilmore not to Ty Law. I think that tells you something, though. You know what yeah. I mean? It was the same situation, and they gave Gilmore the money. They didn't give Ty Law the money, so I think that speaks volumes. Well, I think but Gilmore that, was younger. But that whole defense, you'll lose Van Noy. You're gonna That's, end up. Yeah. You're gonna lose oh. the McCourties most likely. You're gonna start losing a lot of that defense. Yep. He might just be like, "Cut it. Let's just start redoing it." I'm you excited got- for. I'm excited for Chase Vinovich next year because yeah. he's taken a, he's big a beast. Step up. Yeah, and, well, and you're gonna have you're gonna have Dev, like Devin McCourty still a free agent. I know he's been mulling retirement. I think we talked about that, but you also have Jason McCourty who hasn't been healthy since the yeah. mid like middle of the season, and he's all, arguably not as good as Devin McCourty. So it's interesting to see like what Staff- kind of situation is gonna gonna. Stafford, I, I agree with you too about the high tower thing. I, I think he's I, I I think Kraft wants him, but I think he's gone too. Yeah, and I think that I think. And this is again Rune Dog. Rune Dog getting a lot of love because he's telling me all his little things. How has Rune Dog never been on this show? <laughs> he thinks because he can't talk right. He he <laughs> he thinks he thinks that Belichick lost the locker room this year, and huh. in certain in certain ways, the whole boogeyman thing, more individuals than an actual team. That and I feel that Belichick lost the locker room in a certain way, and I think he might just cut it completely out and say this is it. And revamp the Patriots, and that's what I want to see. I want to if he's gonna if he's gonna get rid of Brady, I want him to see, cut everybody out and redo this team. 
the right way in his mind. Stefan. DD Dominator. If this isn't pronounced Dominator, then I don't know what we're doing here. Will the Bills be a threat to the AFC East next year? Short answer yes. Josh Allen's the truth. Sean McDermott. Great coach. Two out of the last three years, they made the playoffs, and it took them about 20-something years to even make the playoffs. And, again, this is what I like about doing what I do, right? The Spike King shit, because people go and they see Buffalo, and they're like, oh, those fans suck. They're amazing up there. And what's going to be great about next year and traveling around, going to these games, is being accepted by these fan bases and having an awesome time. The Bills deserve everything they had this year. It sucks that they couldn't pull it out against the Texans, and that's going to be growing pains. But I say that they'll make the playoffs again next year. I I think they'll be right there next year, and they'll Uh, be playing wild card weekend. And if the Pats want to do a tank mode, they'll win the division next year. I agree with you. I think it's a culture thing, too. I think McDermott changed the entire culture in that locker room, and he just made them a winning organization again. And they haven't had it since the 90s. Josh Allen, I'm not sold he's an elite quarterback. I'm sold he's an okay quarterback who <laughs> Poncho Power. I believe Poncho Power. I'm convinced he takes what the defense gives him, which is a good trait to have as a quarterback. But that kid, Devin Singletary, they have in that backfield is going to be good for a long time. He's being taught by Frank Gore, and he probably has the best balance I've ever seen in the league. It's unbelievable how he can stay on his feet. And they're definitely growing pains for Josh Allen, too. I think you see in, in that wild card game, he made some poor decisions late in that game where he could have put his team in a position to win the game late and made some really, like, really questionable decisions that led, not, didn't lead to them losing in regulation, but brought them to overtime and still ended up losing. Imagine Antonio Brown was on the Bills. You know how originally know. that got reported and they're like, yeah. he's going and he's like, I'm not going there. But imagine in the ultimate universe, he actually showed up there. That team would still yeah. be playing right now. Could be division champs. Their defense, their defense gets underappreciated. That defense is a real deal defense. It really is, especially that D line. That D- yep. Ed Oliver is the real deal. Yep. Um, but full comparison time, Josh Allen is a low IQ, fast Brett Favre. Who says I'm wrong? I want to argue. I want- <laughs> yeah. Literally, no. That's really like what he is. He's, he's a low he's IQ. He's, he's good. That's, that's kind of funny too, because Brett Favre wasn't the smartest guy either. So like low IQ Brett Favre. That's tough <laughs> yeah, to hear. That was the most like must watch. He was like he was playing hammer drunk that entire game. <laughs> yeah. and it was unbelievable to watch. So, like he had that run in overtime. Oh, no reason just throws it behind him. I'm like, right. oh my goodness, I need this. Gotta win the game. <laughs> All right, we have uh, two or three more questions. Uh, do the Pats resign Slater this year? That is from Boston Sports Updates twelve. Only I've- if. I believe Brady's it. back. Like, here's a good question: Is it's Matthew Slater a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yep. Yes. He, he absolutely is. Special teamer that isn't a kicker, probably. He's one of the he, best special teamers to to play the game. Like, shows like the drive, like how important it is to have a guy that can play that role and like be on the roster as a wide receiver. But yeah, you don't uh, have to play that position. I was gonna say. Now that's one of those things about the Tom Brady thirty million sprinkling that money around. Yes, sprinkle a little bit more Matthew Slater's way. That's someone that's a Bill Belichick guy. He's someone he would keep. He's someone like, hey, I'll give you a little extra money. I want you to stay to be the veteran to some of these rookies, and he gets another year or two on a deal right there. But again, it all hinges, I think, a lot on a lot of these players. Like I think um, McCourty said it. Like a lot of these guys played together for a long time, and now all of them are pretty much free agents or they're getting on, they're, they're on they're their way locker, out. So. Locker room leaders, like these guys, are captains yeah. of this football team. And no, they're but on their way out soon. One thought on Matthew Slater. This dude made special teams positions a thing. 
A lot, yeah. of, a lot of teams just had their backup receivers just transition up because yeah, of those players. Exactly. He is a bona fide special team positional player. I that's wouldn't a, be surprised if the NFL actually adds two roster spots from 53 yeah, to 55 that's a great for special team players as a position. You know, Bill's pushing for that. That's yeah. a great Wes, point. Wes is probably yeah. pushing for that. Yeah, Wes, Wes is going to be part of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, e. McKelvey won. Trade for an elite wide receiver or sign a free agent like A.J. Green? I think you're going to see the Patriots probably try to sign. I don't know if you're going to be able to trade uh, for those guys, especially if they were already on those huge contracts. The Patriots aren't going to have a lot of money to spend. Odell Beckham is not worth the $13 million or whatever he is. I don't think he's no. worth it. I, I, don't, I don't want him. Uh, I, I, I mean, I want him. I mean, I get it, but I just don't want to spend the money. I, don't, I, would, I, don't want it I think the best scenario for the Patriots is if you get, like, A.J. Green on a one-year, like, prove-it prove deal. It. Do you still yeah. have it type of deal? You get to play with Tom Brady outside the lines. What could go wrong? What the fuck happened to Des Bryant? What the <laughs> fuck happened to him <laughs> and saying he's going to make a comeback and this guy never even went anywhere? I'm just wondering. Nah, he went to the no. Saints, right? No, no that, Saints that was last year. Actually. It was just uh, like, he, he started imagine, making his comeback and he was training and then all of a sudden it was just like nothing happened. Yeah, imagine the horrified reaction Des Bryant had watching Lamar Jackson ball out when Baltimore gave him a three-year, $15 million fully guaranteed mm. contract and he said no. Yeah. He would be on the way to a Super Bowl right now. That's unbelievable. He must be shitting his pants. But that he actually or, like, or Baltimore probably is lucky to be like, we made the right deal because <laughs> probably would have been a head case because you were not throwing him the ball enough times and it would have ruined the culture over there. Who knows? Maybe. Hey, first of all, I want to say this too. I said this on like way earlier, Tyler, on one of the podcasts. Shout out to Mark Ingram this year. Remember we were talking about guys that you that you're gonna make a make a splash yeah, this year. I said He's Mark Ingram. I said that. I said that. I got you right did. one one thing this year, and I, I, uh, I'm, I'm. That's a team that will be fun if they do go to the Super Bowl. Imagine another San Fran, Baltimore Super Bowl. That would be a very interesting. Not gonna happen. Just, who just Vikings. dip their mic in water? Yeah, what happened? Someone got a tornado on the end. Uh, two more. We'll wrap up. Uh, will Thuni want the farm Tooney? when it's time? Thuni, whatever. Want the farm when it comes to negotiate his contract? All pro, two-time Super Bowl champ. He's gonna go get his money somewhere. You gotta, the Pats gotta sign him. That's where the money's gotta be. It's again, you want Brady? You want to give him thirty million? Okay, where's where's the money for Tooney? Like, where, no, where you get that from? I it's agree. It's a tough thing. It's a, it's the tough thing with Tom Brady. It's all on Tom Brady. It's all about that thirty million. You're literally saying Brady, we're giving you thirty million, and now it's like fuck. Like, where are we gonna put all this other money? Yeah, I know. And that old line was really the reason why we had an unsuccessful season. Because Sony Michelle, like we all know, needs a good old line and needs a good fullback to lead him, you know, through the hole yeah. to get to the second level. Because he clearly can't make that that Shady McCoy cut move to get uh, past that defensive line. And you saw with Brady when Karras fills in, the snap was a little bit off for a couple weeks. They kind of fixed that. But Shaq Mason was not comfortable with him next to him playing center. He was very comfortable with David Andrews playing there, so he could pull. He knew how to do all this athletic stuff, or he could, especially in the run game. He was very effective in the run game, but this year, especially passing, he did not feel safe having Ted Karras as a center, and you could see it. I'm just looking too because we're talking about running backs. Um, James White next year, he's on one more year deal. He's getting paid three million. That guy's gone after the year after I next year. He's gonna get paid somewhere else. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what he has to do next year. What is is Rex a free agent yet, or does he still have another year left? He's, on he's still know. on the roster. That's all I know. Rex is the most interesting case we have at running back because the dude plays well every time you run him run run him a couple yeah. times, but he's so injury prone he can't stay on the field. 
He was good down the stretch. He's one of those guys that, like, he, like you said, he's going to put up numbers. Sex Burkhead. He, he has a sexy uh, Rexy baby. He has a potential opt out this off season. Okay. He wants to leave. Last question. This is kind of like a combo of two people's questions. It's uh, a lot of free agent tight ends will be making the market, such as Ebron or Hunter Henry. Do you see the Pats going after either of them? Yes, but they don't land either of them. What he said. Uh, they land either. I feel like Eric Ebron isn't a high IQ guy that Belichick typically likes to have in his passing offense. Like Ben Watson's a smart guy. You knew he was in the league for a long time. And Gronk, no matter what you say, he was a smart football guy. I think the whole Gronk thing is kind of a facade too. That's the, that's the whole thing for another episode. Um, but he needs smart football guys. And I don't really think Eric Ebron's that smart. He was in an easy, uh, easy system in Indianapolis. Andrew Luck just fed him the ball in the red zone. He had what? 15 touchdowns a couple years ago, but I don't think it'd work in New England. All right, any uh, final thoughts before we kind of wrap up this whole Pages talk? Listen, Despite guys, tattoos, it, it, yeah. It, it's no, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Again, it is what it is. You move on, you move forward. It's going to be a very, very interesting offseason, to say the least. And anything can happen. My gut feeling says Tom Brady's gone. If you keep Tom Brady, this team isn't going to go anywhere because you're going to lock up all that money. I cannot see Brady taking a pay cut. And it just stinks because it's mid-January. And usually right now, we're still in it. I mean, mm-hmm. they about going to an AFC title game no, for like nearly honestly. 10 straight years. And it's just it just feels so lost right now. It feels it's so the, lost. The earliest a Patriots season has ended in 10 years. Yeah, a decade. I, <laughs> I'm 28. I was 18 last time. That it's Crazy. Like, what do I do with my next couple of weeks? Yeah. And uh, I will say this. Now, here's another couple questions. I had a trip planned to Miami. I'm not going anymore. <laughs> I was going to ask that. <laughs> I, uh, and you know what sucks? And I was getting out of the game. I was getting out of the game the other night. And I'm walking around. I was near Scorpion Bar. Someone stops me. Hey, you Spike King? Hey, man, tough loss. By the way, I run the uh, Hard Rock Hotel down in Miami. If you come down, I'll take care of you. No problem. I have a lot of <laughs> Boston Fro. Hey, Babs, I'll take care of you. No problem. There's a lot of connects down in Miami, yeah. and I could definitely have a great week. I just know if I go down there, it's just, it's just, it's bad vibes. You got to move on. It's basketball season, and I would rather spend my time. I, I want to watch the Super Bowl. I want to get together with some of the guys. I think Ride the Wave should get together, have a little Super Bowl shindig or something like in that. Pennsylvania. Uh, in Pennsylvania. In <laughs> Pennsylvania. But I, um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do a little getaway. I need some time off. I need a little vacation. I I got the flu in between week 17 and the wild card. Like you, and I knew. I just knew getting the flu. I was like, this isn't the year. This is not the year that's gonna happen. Let me say this. I'm planning a little trip for next month. I'm gonna go out to LA. I'm gonna see a little Celtics Lakers. I'm gonna see a little Ooh. Celtics Trailblazers. I'm gonna see a little Celtics Jazz. Spike King's gonna hit the road on a West Coast trip and do a little Celtics content. We gotta. You should move fight on. LeBron James. I should fight. <laughs> I should throw a beer on the court. You should. <laughs> From Shout 300 out Everett. level. Shout out Everett. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got I to guess... make my guarantee. All right. Tom Brady will be on the Patriots next year. Everyone's going to be blah, blah, blah. This happened. This happened. This is like the third time in the last five years this happened. Is Tom Brady going to be back? Is he going to retire? We know he's not retiring. He's going to be back on the Patriots next year. Book it. It's almost a guarantee for When he me doesn't come back, you're going to go back to that Instagram post, and you're going to reread that and be like, that was a farewell message. Just like Rob Gronkowski's little farewell message. That's the way it reads. Stafford, do you have any uh, 
See you later. <laughs> um, I'm not ready to say goodbye to Tom Brady yet, but if that was it, thanks, Tom. All right, well, I'm about to self-promo myself. This has nothing to do with Tom and the Patriots because it is basketball season. It is Celtic season. Yeah! I am... If you're not paying attention to the Celtics, you should be now. And if you don't want to, then I'm saying this now. So if I don't do it, everyone who watched it is this, or you three schmucks can make fun of me and roast me for not doing it. But my plan for 2020 is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I will put out on Ride the Wave Media a one-minute uh, I don't believe you. One minute video. No, that's why I'm saying it now. So if I don't do it, you can make fun of me. This is my goal for 2020. A one minute video that the Celtics every single day, basic edits, basic talk. If you miss stuff, maybe just the whole NBA, but you'll see it. It's been in the works since like mid-December. I finally got all the stuff I needed. I have the idea in my head. Wanted to go with it. Not paying attention to the NBA. Just pay attention on Monday, Wednesday, Friday at Ride the Wave Media. You'll see it. I'm holding myself to it. And this is why I'm saying it. So if I don't do it, you people can make fun of me and just say, I don't believe it. You can we keep will, saying you'll I don't make excuses. It. Just like, nah, we'll see. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. December was rough. I'll tell you that. But no, we're back. It's a new that. year. New year, new me. Like, new year. Nah, I hate that. I just wanted to do one thing a little bit different. This is the one thing I'm doing. Uh, Let me ask you this, Tyler. Are the Celtics going to beat the Joel Embiidless Sixers tonight? What's the spread of that game? Probably like three and a half for the. Philly six sixes aren't good dude like I wanted to talk Celtic sixes but we're running out of time I don't want to go this too long but yeah we'll talk about it next week Celtics are a good team Sixers are not a good team despite being 0-2 against the Sixers this year who cares they're gonna hang up the banner like whatever they're gonna hang up the banner we beat the Celtics twice this year the Boston Celtics are a top three NBA team yeah and Jalen Brown everyone still wants to disrespect Jalen Brown Jalen Brown is 23 years old and he's doing unreal things at 23 years old. And he's going to be an all-star. Yeah, he's going to be an all-star be. this if he's year. Not a, if he's not an all-star, dude, I'm I'm paying for Adam Silver to get hair plugs just so I can rip it out of his ass. <laughs> what about uh, what about Cantor going on like a like a what do you have, like six blocks Cantor, one night? Oh, anus. Good. Cantor, we love anus. Everybody hates <laughs> Cantor. Everybody hates Cantor. Everybody. He's not good at defense. No. If you are on like Twitter and you see all these morons be like, "Oh, Cantor's terrible," send him back to Turkey. I'm like, "All right, if he goes back to Turkey, you wanted to die." Like, so <laughs> there's a lot about you. Can't <laughs> we signed Cantor to get offensive rebounds, putbacks, and the occasional block he, shot like this? He he, and he's, exactly we didn't sign him. We, we didn't sign him to play defense. And everyone's like, "Oh, blah blah blah." You knew what he was when we signed him. That's you true. You can't get mad that he's producing. He was not signed to play defense. He was not signed to be a low post presence. He gets. I don't know the exact number. It feels at least like four or five offensive rebounds a game. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So if you want to update, like, I get generally angry at some of these morons on Twitter. And that's kind of what Celtics I think they still need to make a move for something. I feel like they still I, have I to make a move. They, there's got to be some sort of move. All right, all right. So we'll talk the, about that next week. <laughs> one question, though, one question. The yearly Andre Drummond rumors are coming out again. The Celtics are interested. I take a heartbeat, Do dude. we get Andre Drummond? Yes or no? Yes, because oh. this is this is hey, what happened. Hey, Gordon Hayward. You're gone. You're gone. Gordon Hayward is not coming back. Whether he he could opt in this year, but when his yeah. contract ends, he's gone. He's the most whipped individual I've ever seen in my entire life. His wife hates Boston, and he can't do anything without his wife's permission. Like she has to sign literally like a, like a permission slip for like he's a like, field he's trip. Like Danny, he's like, hey, can I go on this like four game road trip with the team? And if Robin says no, then it looks like he's gaming for the weekend. But like, <laughs> Gordon Hayward's gotta- not coming back. You trade Gordon Hayward to match the contracts, and whoever you trade to match the contracts, well, all the rest of the people, it has to be a third team involved. Uh, whoever that third team is, we don't know. But you're probably going to get rid of Carson Edwards because 
Yeah. He's not that great to start, but like you know, he's only a rookie, but he's also five foot one in the NBA. And the Celtics uh, have a get, lot of guard depth deep. They're playing a lot of young guys, especially with all these sicknesses and injuries, to showcase their talents so they can trade. I think you got to get off that Memphis pick because Memphis isn't terrible. But other than that, trade for Drummond. He's a big guy that you need, big guy that you should want to have. He's twenty six years old. He's played eight NBA seasons. Eight at twenty six years old. He is three years older than Jalen Brown. He's like Kemba. I think he's younger than Kemba Walker. You, you take the, Drummond and And the team gets younger too. Yeah. All right. I, I take. I, 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 I just want to say I've, I've always I'm casual, obviously basketball. I've always said that I wanted Dwight Howard on this team. I've always <laughs> wanted Dwight Howard, and and yeah, it didn't look like his career was dwindling down. Look what he did now in, in yeah. L. A. Coming off the bench, and uh, that that Lakers team's winning the championship this year. They're they're they are so. Don't make that face. They are so. I'm going to make that face. We're a Celtics fan. You can't say that. I'm just being realistic. I mean, they're going to win. If the Celtics play the Lakers in the NBA Finals, the, the Lakers will win in five. Lakers are going to win in Lakers. five. They're going to out rebound. They're going to push them around. They're going to bully them around. LeBron's on a whole nother level. And I think LeBron taking that time off last year and kind of tanking and just taking some time off was, was good for his career. Not until you have two UConn Huskies in the starting lineup for the Celtics in a month from now. All right. So, like I said, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting next Monday, because we'll be back at school and have everything set up. And we'll talk about it. Boston's Big Three. Sponsored by One of 100. Presented by Ride the Wave Media. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, go back. And the Red Sox are <laughs> cheaters.